On today's show, we'll cover, is the media just trying to cause panic and fear, or is there a real reason to have panic? And now, Tire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Hello and welcome once again into the conversation and another good one it is going to be with Paul Roberts. That's because Paul Roberts is a teacher at heart and he's going to school us on well what's going on now with the banks in our opening show. Paul Roberts is president and chief investment advisor at Roberts Wealth Management, a growing fiduciary firm and a great team of all-star advisors that can get behind your retirement. Well, Paul, it, it seems eerily reminiscent of uh, 2008, although I know it's an apples and oranges scenario in many ways, but we're going to open up talking about what is going on with the banks again. Well, you know, Dave, you're right. It is reminiscent of 2008. Um, it is it is apples to oranges. You know, it's a, a completely different scenario. But mm-hmm. the, the part that's reminiscent, I think everybody's feeling it is, you know, everybody remembers or recalls 2008, and which let, let me clarify this before we go forward um, mm-hmm. i don't believe everybody should have been so caught off guard and in so much panic when all of a sudden we start hearing news about lehman brothers and the banks and everything else in 2008 all right. the signs all it was all written on the wall um, it, it, the practices that they were using should have yeah. been the red flag yeah, every, everybody should have been very aware that was occurring and that it was coming and that it was going to happen, um, just like right now. And so that's the other reason it's a very good comparison, because for the last six to 12 months, that's been one thing that's just been difficult for us is, you know, we keep talking to people about what's happening and what's going to happen and how all this is going to unfold. And we constantly get feedback because just like 2008, people got caught off guard and were all surprised suddenly by this because of the media propaganda had continued to tell them, Oh yeah, keep pumping money in. Oh, we look good. You know, Hey, keep buying real estate. Here, take this bag of mortgages. They're all good. Yes. Yes. And and the media is, is, you know, run by the corporate state. And so they're going to always continue to tell the working class people to continue to pour money into holes in the ground, but big money and smart money has already moved. It's already shifted. And that's what we try to talk to our clients about. Don't do what everybody else is doing. If you want what everybody else has, do what everybody else is doing. I can promise you over the next two years, you're not going to want what everybody else is doing. Okay. You have to do what the big money's doing. Don't do what the media tells you. Do what the big money does. Big money's already re-strategically repositioned itself, and, it, and it's it's all ready for this. But they're telling the working Joe, continue putting money in your 401k. Hey, we think the market's going to rally. Put some money in it. And honestly, we've had quite a few clients recently that are um, new clients and prospective clients coming in saying, I, I really feel that the market's going to turn around, and I don't want to miss those gains, and I need to stay in the market now. And uh, our message is, is, is still the same, and you know that's where we plant our feet is this market is not worth participating in right now. Um, it, we're sitting on the sidelines. We're, we're earning 3 to 4%, and we're happy sitting on the sidelines earning 3 to 4% while everybody else freaks out and figures out what's going on as all the panic hits. And it's kind of uh, like you're in a building out, looking through uh, protective uh, glass at the zombie apocalypse going on outside. <laughs> and you're like, hey, anybody want another coffee or anything? I mean, while right. that's going on. Uh, hey, everybody, uh, you, you know, yeah, you should panic if you hadn't already. 
done something. Uh, you know, we've been telling people for two years when this starts to come about and it starts to occur. Uh, you know, we called the, the market downturn first quarter of 2022. We told people when it starts, you know, you, there's going to be reason to have fear. There's going to be reason to have anxiety. There's going to be reason to panic if you have not already strategically positioned yourself for the hard times that are coming. If you have already strategically positioned yourself, you don't have to participate in all of that anxiety and fear, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, but yeah, people are, people are shook up right now, right? Similar well, 2008 banks are collapsing. Oh my God, what's happening. And speaking of the media, wasn't it uh, Kramer who, who said, <laughs> um, urged his viewers to buy Silicon Valley bank stock last oh, month. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, I don't know how to say this except for just bluntly. Um, Kramer's been bought and paid four years ago. I've I've watched him for years um, propagandize companies and certain stocks at the wrong times in the wrong places, and, and it, he he's he's just a well paid puppet. Well, and now now it's really showing. Everybody obviously sees it today, right? You know, I know we're going to spend some time on this, uh, uh, as much as it takes for you to break this down for us. But um, let me just mention this first, because you just heard Paul and, and how they are setting their clients up. And they are looking out through protective glass at the apocalypse outside. Uh, 800-891-8680 to schedule with this team. 800-891-8680. So, you know, I have a, a big basic knowledge of what happened in 08, uh, the practices with mortgages and bundling mortgages, good and bad, and all of that. What has caused this, and how did it How did it take us by surprise so suddenly? See, that's the thing, Dave. I, I don't feel it should take us by surprise. You right. Know, we, we've been talking about this for three well, years. what was now. it? Been what? watching it unfold, and it was the same thing in 2008. And that's that's my problem with That's a difficulty for me is when you see these things coming and you're and you you're watching it unfold and you're talking to people, yet the people are being propagandized so much that everything's okay, markets are turned around, feel comfortable. They were caught sleeping in 2008, okay? It's not that we were caught off guard. Everybody was caught in a, in a sleeping state. They were caught in a state of greed, all right? Warren Buffett says when everybody's greedy, then fear and go safe. When everybody gets fearful and go safe, it's time to go greedy, <laughs> right. right? And uh, It takes and, me and back to it's a wonderful uh, life. George, you and yeah. I were the only one who didn't panic. In the depression, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's that's the problem with the with the general public, right? You know, they everything gets going good. We get in this bull market, and we people get what I call bull market itis and bull market market genius hitting them, where they they think you know the ladder goes to the sky, and 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 everybody gets addicted to gains. Everybody gets addicted to performance and, and easy money, but. Guys, the, the game, the day for easy money and the day for all that great performance is gone today. There's a time and a place to make money and there's a time and a place to preserve what money you have. It's time to preserve. It's time to be very cautious. Step very, very lightly. Stick, you know, don't don't even don't even swim. We're just barely touching a toe in the pool here and there just to, te- to check the temperature. But we're just sitting on the side We're we're waiting for the water to warm up and things to get a little more comfortable. Uh, and, and we really, really advise people today to do the same. Now, here's my biggest fear, Dave, going forward. And, and we'll get into the banks and how this happened and what it means to our uh, to our retirees and our mm-hmm. clients today. 
at what and what that challenge has been, Dave, is a, a lot of a lot of people out there today. A lot of our own clients have said, you know, we we've got most of our clients positioned um, in an anti-risk position. We're we're outside of the market. We don't have any exposure to equities and bonds right now. We're we're sitting uh, mostly in in a cash short-term cash duration portfolio we built to get us through these times where we're just trying to earn three to 4% safely and sit on the side until the market's worth participating in again. Right. Mm -hmm. But for example, we had a client who, uh, half of their money, uh, most of their money's in that cash duration portfolio. And then a little bit of it that they had in cash, they decided, well, we'll just want to take a fixed rate for the next two years. So we found them a good little fixed, uh, short-term annuity for two years is paying, I think four, 4.1, 4.1, something like that percent. And uh, now the, the client's been calling for the last two weeks. Hey, well, I, you know, y'all are only paying me four. The bank will pay me five. I, I want to take this money out, move it to the bank. And my whole question, well, well why would you want to do that? Uh, you know, first of all, we don't feel that bank, banks are a good place to put your money. We've been saying that since January. Everybody needs to limit how much they have an account to not exceed $100,000 per depositor. And the banks right now, they're going to give you a good rate, but that's for six months, Mm -hmm. six months from now, those rates are going to be back. You know, they're going to, that five months, that, that 5% CD is going to be three, three and a half percent, six to 12 months from now. And so basically all all you're looking to do is achieve a a 1% greater gain over six months and have all the complications of doing all that and moving the money around, moving the money back, doing all of this. And then you're going to be sitting in a bank while the bank crisis is hitting. You know, we just really strongly advise not to, to people not to go put a lot of money in banks. And that's one of my concerns is because the markets are so bad and, and people are looking for yield and bank CD rates are up so high and things, a lot of people are moving a lot of money to banks. I strongly advise against moving to banks. This is just the beginning of the bank panic. This is just the beginning of the bank failures that we're going to see. In the next segment, we'll cover what's happening, why these banks are failing, and what we should see going forward. Is this the first domino falling in a domino effect, or is this just a one-off? We'll discuss that in the next segment. But here, before we close, I want to let you know, if you're sitting at home and when you're listening and your, your advisor or whoever gives you financial advice has been telling you, hey, just see it through, just, just stick with it. You know, we're in it for the long run. Don't worry. It'll come back. I strongly advise you to get a second opinion. Do you have enough confidence in your current plan to make it through a very desperate economic time? If not, you should have that confidence. Pick up the phone right now, call the show. We have 15 appointments set aside in our office for uh, listeners to the show, one-on-one consultation, one of our all-star advisors, a full-blown comprehensive review of your current situation, and we'll get you set on track to retire right. The number to call to schedule, it's 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. The great thing about this firm, Roberts Wealth Management, and for their clients, they keep up with what's happening, the current landscape. Uh, they're not saying, hey, let's just, no, just ride it out, just ride it out. They're saying in uh, many times, as Paul kind of laid out the analogy of, hey, the pool is freezing cold, or hey, the pool is is scalding hot, just let's stick our toes in and just check it for a minute we're, we're good here on the side of the pole pool 
Have another frozen drink with an umbrella in it. We'll get in there when we need to. Uh, in the right way then, too, uh, because that's the kind of service that they offer to their clients. And it can be you uh, for your retirement. Again, to schedule, and this is a comprehensive review and that limited opportunity, 15 on this show every week, to schedule your own comprehensive review, 800-891-8680. Again, it's 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. And uh, this is yeah, a very timely show here because we're looking at the situation with the banks. And also, more importantly, Paul is looking at how it could affect you and your retirement, or better said, how to protect yourself. And so, Paul, I know you just said we're going to stay on this and straight ahead. We're going to look at what has caused this uh, and also stay back on protective measures and moves to make right now in the midst of this. It's coming up on Retire Right Radio. back with Retire Right Radio, Paul Roberts, who is president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management, a fiduciary firm. And as you hear uh, Paul lay it out every week on this show, explaining what's happening, where we are now, how to best insulate your portfolio, protect yourself on your journey to and through retirement in all of the uh, economic climates and that we deal with. And sometimes there's turbulence. Uh, Paul, we're talking about the banks. We're going to continue this conversation uh, starting with Silicon Valley Bank. Now, I, let me lay out my layperson understanding of this, and then you can correct me and or add to it. What's caused this is different from 08, um, is that they started selling bonds and created uncertainty, doubt, confusion. It, is, is that kind of on track with what happened here? Uh, somewhat. So in, in one way, Dave, if we want to compare this to 2008, it's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because what it is is corporate greed by the banks, um, le- leveraging themselves too hard, uh, uh, taking on too much risk. And you see, uh, most most people out there are unfamiliar with what we call fractional banking, um, which basically just says, you know, it used to be the bank, every dollar you give them, they can lend out 90% of it. Mm -hmm. So the people think, you know, I hand a bank $10,000, my $10,000 is in the bank. No, 1,000 of your 10,000 is in the bank. The other 9,000 got lended out. It's out there. That's, yeah, and that's something we've been scared of for a long time. That's why the FDIC in this meeting is talking about having bail-ins and things of that nature because – they, they realize that their their risk exposure is just too high. I mean, but, go back. It's amazing to me that how when things like this happen, I always go back again to the movie. It's a wonderful life. And in that movie, it was the depression. It was the run on the bank and also on the Bailey building and loan. And uh, and George Bailey was telling everyone, see, your money's not here. It's in Jim's house. Your money's in Jim's house. <laughs> and uh, but wasn't there a run? It was. And, and it didn't the run cause this with them? Yeah, the run on the banks in the Great Depression is exactly so. That's why the FDIC was created, right, to ensure people that everything's okay. But there's but been a run on Silicon Valley. This happens things. Wasn't there a run on Silicon yeah, Valley? So there is, and I want to discuss that. But before we get into that, I'm sorry, I, I'm I getting ahead. People, to, <laughs> uh, yeah, I want people to understand um, what happened with the run on the banks back then. Okay. And FDIC. So FDIC was created for out of the great depression and the runs on the banks, but people need to understand what FDIC really means. Okay. okay? 
FDIC guarantees your account to 250 grand per depositor. Very important. People think if I have multiple accounts, each one's protected. No, it's per depositor. Oh. We talked about this in previous right. radio shows. Remember, I advised people to open last month. I advised people if you have more than 100 grand in a bank account, you need to open separate LLCs to hold the money. So they're each separate depositors and they're all guaranteed. But beyond that, FDIC is really smoke and mirrors, okay? Because the fine print on the FDIC that says that they'll reimburse you for losses to the, due to the bank, what people don't know is the fine print says they have 25 years to make that good with no zero interest. Oh. Well, the F, and the FDIC is federally connected, right? So mm-hmm. if there was a run on the banks tomorrow and all this happened and occurred, what would happen? You would get a letter from the FDIC saying, hey, we'll get you your money back over the next 25 years. <laughs> then they're going to turn the inflation gauge up and they're going to raise taxes. And we're going to basically pay ourselves back. So FDIC means if something happens to your money, you have the ability to pay it back yourself over the next 25 years because we're going to pay taxes in. They're going to turn around and give us our taxes back, right? So the people get a little too confident in FDIC. I just want to cover that first. Um, now let's look at what's happening with SVB. Yeah, uh, Silicon Valley Bank. First of all, I'm just going to make a statement up front. Severe rookie mistakes okay mm-hmm. um the people who are running this bank uh just rookies bull market geniuses as i'm always referring to right and uh and just way too big of risk takers bull market geniuses so what happened uh, bull market geniuses <laughs> and so basically svb their, their biggest problem and trying to keep it simple for people is that their big thing was they were the ones lending to all the startup companies right all the silicon valley startups you know Hey, we can uh, we can get your your dog groomed app, whatever, right? Yeah. And so every every the the whole technology advancement and the apps and everything else moving forward moves so fast that everybody got so caught up in it, they just think everything in the world is going to just you know every app and everything they they cover is just going to just going to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Well, that was for a while in a certain time, but it it's everything runs its course, right? And you have to be prepared. And as a bank, you have to prepare for long terms and protect your depositors. Problem was they were investing in all these startups and all these little companies and all these high risk companies that are now in trouble and now haven't are hurting and things, right? But where SVB made their real mistake was they took and and I don't know the amount, I don't don't quote me on the exact amount, but uh was something like 80 billion. I don't know. I'll I'll have to look it up here to clarify that. I don't want to give false information, but they took a a large percentage of their bank reserves and they bought T bills at one and a half percent. Okay. So they're paying one and a half percent on CDs and to their depositors and everything else. Right. I've read they sold 21 billion of bonds. But that's yeah, maybe they not. Sold, they're selling them now to try to cover. But okay, so but what you're saying they did before that. This, gotcha. Right. So the situation is that they bought, put so much money in this 1.5% T-bill, they're paying all their depositors 1.5%. Uh-huh. Well, the average depositor at Silicon Valley Banks, it's such a high net worth area, is $2.2 million account. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. So then that's people with money, right? Uh-huh. Earning 1.5% on $2 million sitting in the bank. All of a sudden, we start getting four and five percent interest rates available everywhere what happens 
depositors want to start yanking money. They're yeah. not happy with their one and a half, right? Of course. But Silicon Valley, that's where they made a mistake, was investing in that one and a half percent treasury for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. So they're stuck with that rate. They can't increase rates now for all their depositors. Okay. And all the depositors are saying, hey, I'm leaving. So, yeah, it, it's just a disaster. Um, people, depositors start pulling money out for higher rates. They couldn't cover it. And then they had started having to sell loans to try to uh, bonds and everything to cover their depositors. But there was a run on the banks. They can't get their money out. And, of course, right now our government is coming out and telling us, don't worry, FDIC will cover it. Now, what the news is not telling people and what our politicians speaking on the television didn't tell people is, don't worry, FDIC is going to cover you up to 250 grand. We're going to make sure all these bank uh, depositors are covered. But they didn't tell you the average depositor has $2.2 million in. Uh, so who's going to cover the other $2 million, right? Well, uh, aren't so there strategies? It's a big, disaster, and they're letting it out to be. And I think they're coming out with this, hey, FDIC is going to cover it because they just want to give people a false sense of yeah. security, that it's okay. They're trying, they're scared to death of a run on the banks right now, and they're trying to prevent that from occurring. Why would they have had, anyone have had that much in there when they know it's only insured up to a certain amount? Why would you go? I mean, you've talked about the strategies there um, and the fact that it's only one depositor. It's only yeah, insured well, two it's, per depositor. It's, it's also, Dave, what I refer to as Californication, right? Everybody in California <laughs> gets caught up in, everything's so good. Everything's going great. Everything, everybody's just going to keep getting rich. Everything's just going to keep happening. Uh-huh. Everything's good. You know, they don't, they're, they're bull market geniuses. They don't prepare for the rough days or okay. for the bad times. But this is also, you know, going back to our state of the union address in January where, you know, we do a two hour presentation to all of our client base about everything we foresee coming this year. Um, I did about a 30 minute segment there where we were talking about California and why are we talking about California? Because we did a 30-minute segment on California leads the way. Okay, whatever happens in California happens to the rest of America. Mm-hmm. Whatever trends and whatever economic trends start occurring in California occur through the rest of the U.S. So do not allow the media and the politicians to give you a false sense of safety right now that this was just a one-off and it's not going to occur and it's not going to be a domino effect. This will flood through the rest of the U.S. Okay, that was my question for you. Are we going to see more of this? Just Monday, you know, uh, trading halted on on stock exchanges for for a number of banks um, out of fear and fear of crashes. But just to give you an example, First Republic Bank, uh, they came out 66% down. Western Alliance Bank Corp, down 75%. PacWest Bank Corp, down 46%. Zion's Bank Corp, down 44%. Bank of Hawaii, 42%. Customers Bank Corp, 54%. East West Bank Corp, 32%. Comerica, down 39%. So they're going to make the headlines all about SVB and like it's a one off, but it's not. That's a list of banks that opened up over 50% down in the stock exchange on this Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, this domino effect will occur because in COVID, they changed regulation. The fractional banking requirements are no longer 10%. They began allowing the banks to lend out 100% of your deposits. So 100% of your money has been lended out in a very unstable market and very unstable conditions. Sounds a lot like OA. We are concerned. <laughs> so- yes, we are very concerned about how this is all going to fa- unfold. So all, my, all I want to leave the listeners with right now is just let them know, yes, these are scary times. 
but they're not. They're not for us. They're not for the Roberts Wealth Management family. They're not for my team. They're not for our client base because we saw this coming. We planned, we prepared, and we strategically positioned ourselves for these times. So if you're sitting at home with anxiety and fear or you're in panic or you're concerned, rightfully so, there's a good reason to have fear. If you have not changed what you were doing before, if you were continuing to move forward with the same financial advice you were receiving in 2000 or 2010, if you have a diversified stock bond portfolio and you think that you will make it out of this and the markets will come back, it's very, very crucial to get a second opinion right now. So if you don't have enough confidence in your portfolio and your management of your financials going forward, here's your opportunity. Pick up the phone, call us today, come sit down for a one-on-one consultation, one of our all-star advisors. There's no cost, no obligation. We're going to have a warm cup of coffee, a conversation, see if we're a good fit to work together. If so, we'll start that that process. If not, it was a very educational uh, meeting for you. It was a very good use of your life your time and you will leave that meeting more financially savvy than you entered it. Our job and all the advisors of Robert's Wealth Management simply give you all the information you need to make a good decision for yourself because you're not going to get the proper information from the media and the internet. If you're relying on the media and the internet going forward, you may be one of the victims, but the Robert's Wealth family won't be victims here. We're not only going to try to survive this, we're going to thrive through all of this. Set up a call today. Yeah, and uh, and talk about this and how it applies to you. The strategies 800-891-8680 to schedule 800-891-8680 800-891-8680. We've got about 10 seconds here Paul but uh, what are we into next are we going to stay on this or move on? Yeah, well we got a little bit more to touch on the banks but more or less more over how do these banks affect retirees today everything going on what effects will it have on your future retirement we're back it's retire right radio with paul roberts who is the president chief investment officer with the firm roberts wealth management we talk about the growth of this firm i mean paul in the time we've done this show um, I've seen you uh, give birth to new offices in new locations. Uh, yeah, I think just in the time of doing the show, we've probably opened at least five or six, huh? Yeah. Well, oh, we, no doubt. No, we've been we, we've been doing the show what almost four years now, huh? Good, good, a good while. Yeah, yeah I've seen. I, I mean, yeah, I have to look back. You had your uh, the OG office in Biloxi, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Mobile and Pensacola, Houston. I mean, it's all over. Uh, but you know what, though, you do uh, you stress on this show though that wherever you are in reaching out to Roberts Wealth Management, it's that it's it's that home touch you get. That's right. It's becoming family. Yeah, knowing that yeah, you know we all. In today's world, everyone's forgot what family support is, but at Roberts Wealth, we'll never forget our roots. We'll never forget what family is. And and our clients and our team, we're all family. We're all in it together. Um, you know, the common thread in our office that's probably different from most financial offices is that we're not bull market geniuses. We do know that there's tough times coming in America, as we've been discussing this, today's show and, and usually do. And, um, you know, we understand that we're all in it together. It's time for us to all come together. We all got to take care of each other and uh, financially getting people's financial house in order is how we take care of those we love. And so our our clients are our family and 
we're going to take care of them just as if they were our own family. Well, we, we talked about the banks, what we're seeing with, with the banks now, and Paul's touched on what caused it, uh, how to protect yourself in those situations. You know, maybe uh, on the sidelines for a while, dip your toe in the water, but uh, 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 move forward with caution. We're going to look at everything that's really affecting us. It's just like multiple storms we're dealing with. Uh, that bank situation is just one, really. I mean, you know, of course, inflation and rising interest rates, there's so much. Which one do you even want to see? start with paul and and, in identifying the challenge but then and and just pointing out how you help your clients meet it right well first of all yeah let's you know we said we'd start off the segment talking about how to how do uh how's everything in the banking sector going on that's going on currently how does it affect retirees today Mm -hmm. um and i'll explain this a little better but just in two words i can tell you uh, well, let me give it a couple more words. The two words are inflation. The second word is CBDC. And then I would uh, touch that off by saying um, giving up rights and freedoms. So let me give okay. give a little explanation there because you know, when I say things <laughs> of that nature, you know, y'all go, what are you well, talking about giving up my freedom, right? Yeah, that and so, CBDC. Mm-hmm. Well, when the central planning authorities, uh, oh, okay, when they, when they control all of your health and all your statistics and all of your money, and um, all of your money is um, susceptible to someone on the other end of the computer um, making two clicks, then you know I don't know how the general public or most of our listeners feel. Most of them, I think, would agree with me. I, I don't like anyone having that power or control over me and my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to be a free and independent and self-reliant person in this world. I I don't want someone to say, Hey, we get to determine who's good, who's not, who gets to play, who doesn't, who, you know? And so I think a lot of my fear coming with this, it's not fear, but it's, it's concern is that, um, we're going to see this psychological effect play out through the, the mainstream public. That's going to be, Hey, well, if you have nothing to hide, what are you, what are you concerned about? And that's the way it's going to be pitched to us through the media and, and all of these means, right? Is why is CBDC a threat to you? What does it matter? If, if you're not voiding taxes or trying to hide money or doing anything illegal or nefarious, it should be no big deal. Well, I, I don't do anything illegal or nefarious. It's so That's not the problem to me. Mm-hmm. Problem is that somebody on the other end of the computer has control over my assets and my future. And they get to determine if they like me or not and if I get to play or not, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, I guess, here. So let me give you guys a little understanding, Dave, right? Dave's mm-hmm. going, where the heck are you going with this, Paul? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm right. able to hang with you after all these years. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so two things happened uh, this week, right? They came out and there was two big announcements came out of the Federal Reserve. Um, the first big announcement was that, hey, don't worry. We want to keep uh, – we want to keep the faith and the confidence in our banking system. We want to strengthen the confidence in our banking system, and we want you to know your money's safe. So um, we're going to give uh, we're we're going to support all the deposits at the at the uh, Silicon Valley Bank, right? We're going to mm-hmm. cover every we're going to cover all depositors. Then the Fed came out and said, "Hey, we're going to fund we're going to create a fund to cover all depositors in America, okay? Just to make sure everybody feels safe and secure." Now, this is kind of crazy what they have done. Well, it's absolutely nuts, and it's it's just another move out of the 
out of the globalist agenda playbook, but um, so many of the general public doesn't see these plays happen behind the scenes and understand what's happening. Okay, so first of all, what they did was they created a a, a new account, let's say a uh, an institution, that if your bank is in trouble or is in any financial trouble now, you can go to this institution, and it's fed, it's the Federal Reserve, and you can give them, you can sell them your bad debt, your what we call toxic assets, right? Mm-hmm. Which, okay, here's the problem. They're toxic assets, they're bad debt. You shouldn't have had no business getting into that, right? right? You shouldn't be playing that game. But here we are, we're saying, you know, if you go, you can go create all the toxic debt you want. It's okay, because now what we're going to do is if your bank's in trouble, you can sell us, the Fed, that toxic debt, and we'll give you 100% of the money, right? So they'll give you dollar for dollar, whatever the debt is worth. Never any consequences, it seems like. Never consequences anywhere for anyone. That's why we keep repeating and repeating the same mistakes in our history. Right. Keep, they keep pulling the wool over our eyes and yeah. we keep all just falling for it. And the general working man just goes to work and pays it all off. You wonder why and, Johnny's uh, a bad boy. Johnny never gets punished. That's right. That's right. It's like your two-year-old throwing a temper tantrum, and you and you hand him a sucker and ask him to stop, right? What, what kind of behavior should you expect going forward? Right. And then and then they had a second uh, announcement. The Fed came out this week, and Janet Yellen came out, and you got to love her words always. Don't worry. The Fed is taking decisive action. Decisive. Decisive. <laughs> you know, I love that. Like, well, God forbid they only took action because, I mean, if it wasn't decisive, then maybe nothing. <laughs> right. So, uh, but she says she's taking decisive action to strengthen the confidence in our banking system. And so what they're going to do is they're going to cover all depositors also. Okay. Now, so what, what they're doing here is they're covering all depositors. So it means, hey, there's no responsibility on you as the depositor for making sure you're doing business with a good bank. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you can understand that a little bit more, but it is our responsibility to take care of ourselves and our money right? right? and make sure we know where the pl- institutions we're placing our money and what they're doing. Um, but now they're saying, nope, you're not responsible for, you know, you didn't know these banks were bad. And you, you deposited with them. It's OK. We're going to make you whole. Then they're telling the bank on the other side, hey, it's OK. You can go out and lend all this horrible, this this terrible lending, create all this toxic debt and toxic assets because it's OK. We'll buy them from you and we'll bail you right out of it. Right. So basically what we just did, in my mm-hmm. opinion, is we 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 turned the banking system of America into a YOLO trade. Huh. So it, it, it's like, you know, you know what a YOLO trade is, right, Dave? No, I'm, I'm trying to listen. What that's, is, a, that's that. That's the new terminology of the young people today. Right. Yolo, oh, you, you only, only live, live once. once. I guess, see. I'm right. getting that so, mixed so up with FOMO. Yeah. Uh, OK, they'll make those they'll make those big, stupid, uh, highly leveraged trades, shorten, you know, uh, uh, the market or something <laughs> of that nature. And they call it a YOLO trade. Okay. Whatever. Let I, it roll, I was thinking right? FOMO. All right. So yeah. YOLO, that's new for me. OK, so we turned. But basically, we turned the whole banking system now into options trading, basically. Right. So mm-hmm. it means. Okay, bank, you can lend out money. If that deal works out good for you, good, you make money. Mm-hmm. If that deal doesn't work out good for you, it's okay. You can sell it to us and get your money back. Wow. Right? It's like option trading. Hey, if the option goes up, you exercise it, you make money. If it doesn't, no big deal. You just don't exercise your option. You lose your premium, but you still get your money back. Right? So we're we're turning the entire banking system into Wall Street bets. Do we ever <laughs> right. learn? Do we ever learn? We don't. 
because we keep doing the same thing over and over. But here, here's how it's, this is my concern. This is what, what, we're, what I'm walking into here for, for, the, for listeners, Dave, is I said it means inflation to you and CBDC. Where's the inflation going to come from? Well, where is all this money going to come from to cover all the depositors and cover all the bad debt, right? We're going to poof, create it out of thin air uh-huh. and pay for it. But then the problem is they're going to start a narrative, and this is where I go to the CBDC. This is the first step to moving us into the new central bank digital currency, okay? Because what the question is going to start becoming in the in the, the talking points of the media will be, well, you know, why does the FDIC only insure us up to $250,000? Mm-hmm. If the Federal Reserve is guaranteeing to support all depositors 100%, then why do we even need the FDIC? They're just a middleman. Let's just get rid of them, uh-huh. right? And that'll be the next step. And they'll convince the general public that this is a good idea. Yeah, let's get rid of the FDIC. I don't want my insured, money insured to 250. I want 100% of it insured. <laughs> well, then why don't we just take that all of those assets off the central banks and move them to the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, right? Uh-huh. Oh, that makes more sense. And then the Federal Reserve, because they should all be on their balance sheet because they're the bank that can never go bust. They have the ability to just print more money. Now, what what I'm leading people to understanding is we're creating money printing mania that will never, ever, ever end for the next 200 years in this type of system. Inflation will become out of sight. We will be the next Argentina, and our children will not be able to afford a cup of cereal. Or um, it'll be a million dollars. Right. So what does all of this banking mean to our listeners and the general retiree today? It means that don't listen to them when they tell you inflation's going away. Guys, it's time to batten down the hatches, everyone. It's time to live within our means. Don't be big spenders. Don't go outside of your means. Live as live as lightly as you can. Let's be careful here. Let's make sure that we understand inflation is not only coming back, it's going to come roaring back to us in sometime in the next 12, 24 months. And when it comes roaring back, our spending powers can be significantly decreased. So you better have a good income plan in place. You better have good advisors who have a plan that is not only going to see you to, but all the way through retirement. If you don't have an income plan showing where, how you're going to sustain that income withdrawal in retirement, the rest of your life out of your savings, what are you going to do when your when your income needs continue to increase, and then in two years we get hit with a higher tax bill, and your income needs increase, and your portfolio is way too volatile of stocks and bonds? A lot of American retirees are going to fail, which brings us up to end the the segment on what we call the reverse boomerang effect. Something they're talking about today that parents are all starting to move back in with their kids. We've been warning about this coming in America for 10 years, that we're going to have an entire generation, that a lot of people are going to end up moving back home with their kids. And to our listeners, I hope you don't participate in that movement. If you don't want to move in with your kids, here's your opportunity. Call the amazing all-star team of Roberts Wealth Management today. Put Put a good fiduciary team on your side. Join the family. We're going to see it just not just to this, but all the way through this. We're not going to survive. We're going to thrive through all of this. There's always opportunity. But if you're doing the same thing you've been doing, you might get burnt. So take this opportunity to call our team and see what is our insight, what do we see coming, and how are we strategically positioning ourselves to win. 
to schedule and talk about you and and thriving rather than surviving, 800-891-8680 for your retirement. 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Well, we've come to the close of the show, Paul. How What are we going to be into to close it out? I'll stay with you no matter what. <laughs> well, I think we've beat up the banksters enough, and I think our, <laughs> our listeners are or pass the bad news. So why don't we move on to some Q&A from our listeners. We're back. It's Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts, President, Chief Investment Advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. And it's been, as always, a great conversation. Talked a lot about the banks. and But not only that, but what it could mean for you or how to remove yourself from all these storms in the economy and uh, and protect yourself. But also, as Paul says, to not just survive, but thrive. And we've got some listener questions here. We're going from Foley, Alabama. Looking at my 401k, I see transfers every three months to the same stocks moved around a little. Is that normal? <laughs> um, you know, there's, it's kind of a general way they laid out the question there so i'm not 100 percent sure how to accurately answer this but i feel what they're saying is they said every three months um they see transfers inside their 401k going through the same stocks moved around a little that could be and i suspect that is just quarterly what they call quarterly rebalancing right mm-hmm. so if you have a your portfolio is supposed to be balanced in a certain way you know, so much in these sectors, so much in these stocks as a percentage of it allocated all the way across the board. As you continue to add money to it and as some companies and some mutual funds that you're in either have a gain or have a loss, the the percentage allocated to each position becomes unbalanced, right? Because mm-hmm. some go down, some go up, you add, Right. And so every quarter they come in and they rebalance it and say, okay, well, we want 10% here, 10% here, 10% or whatever your numbers of your allocation are, right? And so that could simply be rebalancing. But I do want to, while we're on this note of, of 401ks, I want to give our listeners a, a, a few really good subjects here. Um, be careful with your 401k companies out there because a lot of them today are charging a 1% or a 1.5% management fee. Okay, to manage your 401k proceeds. First of all, no one is managing anything. Actually, managing money is what we do. Okay, that's active strategic management where they're going in, they're moving positions, they're repositioning the portfolio, they're changing asset classes, they're doing whatever's necessary. That is real money management. They call this a money management fee, but all they do is simply go in quarterly and rebalance. Okay, so you're paying them an excessive fee. For a little bit of calculate, uh, you know, doing a little bit of calculations once a quarter, um, it is not a fee that is worth paying for. That is kind of what prompted us to start our 401k coaching platform. It drives me nuts that they take advantage of the average working Joe in America everywhere, and the 401k is already riddled with fees. Most 401ks across the industry average across the U.S. is about three percent. So working people are paying high fees. For their saving of money, and then they come and tack on another one percent to call it management, and they're not actively doing anything, and they're not earning the proceeds that they doing what they should be do to earn those fees, right? Mm-hmm. And so we started our four hundred one k coaching platform, which is a a no cost um, 
it's just a totally pro bono program we started for people who are working and still working towards retirement and they can't roll over their money to an IRA yet. It's still in a 401k. You can sit down quarterly with one of our advisors. They'll help you look at your 401k. What, first of all, they'll look at your positions. How do we, you know, position your 401k properly? Like right now, we would be telling people to significantly reduce their stock market exposure over the last year in their 401ks, right? If you haven't done that, it's time to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, so we'll help them with their allocation and picking the right investments, but also we help them with their contributions. How much go in tax, uh, pre-tax, how much should go in after tax, how much can you afford to put, you know, um, we help them do all that calculating and help them build a plan and a track to actually get to retirement. Most people are just kind of blindly going towards retirement, just working and putting money into something and just hoping it's there in the future, but they don't have a real plan or a track to run on. Our 401k coaching platform creates that track where people have can set goals and say, okay, if I'm saving this much and I'm earning this much, I'll be here at this date. And that's where I want to be. Right. So instead of taking a blind approach to retirement, it's a, it's a knowing where you are and knowing where you'll be. And that just eases the mind a whole lot and gives you a whole lot of confidence in life. So I encourage anyone, if you're interested, you need, you need some 401k coaching. You just call our office, call into the show, say, I need 401k coaching. Come in, sit down with one of our advisors in the office, no cost, no obligation. We don't charge you a thing. We'll sit down with you quarterly, take care of you. People say, well, why would you do that free? We, we don't want to, we want to be fully transparent here. Yes. Our, our conclusion is that if we continue to help you with your 401k to retirement, once you get to retirement, your 401k is available for rollover, you will invest that money with our company and we will help you plan and manage your retirement. Um, but you know, it's a win-win. We take care of you all the way to retirement. And then when you retire, you retire with us. So everybody wins. And that's the goal. That is the goal. It's always the goal. Yeah. It's always the goal. (laughs) Well, 800-891-8680 to reach out and get into this a little deeper with the team uh, and and the 401k coaching platform. And and you know what, Dave? I'm sorry. I just want to touch Mm -hmm. on this. I know we got some other questions here. I'll be really brief. Mm -hmm. But I want to touch on this for our listeners because a lot of people in America are completely unaware of what has happened in their 401ks in the last few months. Um, But... Uh, the 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 globalists are pushing their ESG and um, green climate movement, which I'm all about taking care of Mother Earth and being better to her. And I think there's a lot of ways we can. But I also understand the globalists that is not their true intention. Their intentions are otherwise, and they're just wrapping it up in this ESG movement. They are now inside of everyone's 401k, investing everyone heavily just in ESG stocks. So. You know, some people, some of our listeners out there say, well, ESG is a good thing. I, I want the, I want the corporations doing environmental social governing of the people. And if though, then they can support that and continue to invest. But some people don't want to support ESG and they need to be aware that every dollar you're putting in your 401k, hmm. that company is purposely investing your dollars in ESG funds. So you are funding that agenda and you are funding that movement. If you support the movement, keep funding it. If you don't, you might want to call and talk to one of our advisors and find out how you, what are some other ways for you to save retirement before, besides putting money in your 401k and supporting that movement. 
Absolutely. Uh, and again, the number 800-891-8680. Long Beach, Mississippi. I'm in my early 60s and I really don't feel I have time uh, left or to let a or time to let a 401k bounce back if it tanks. And I'm nervous about what would happen to my retirement if we go into recession. Is it a, a good idea to pull it all out? And I mean, because that way I see it, it's better to lose some potential growth than lose a whole lot more. Uh. Well, first, we agree 100% with your strategy here of it's, it's better to lose some potential growth than to lose a whole lot more. Uh, we like to err on the side of caution when, you know, things get bad and we have completely shifted from a bull to bear market. The bear market is not over. No matter what the media is telling you, it will continue for at least another 12, probably 24 months or greater before we start seeing um, a good market. So, yeah, we have to be very strategic. But should I pull it all out? No, you should not pull it all out. You could suffer penalties and you will definitely suffer taxation. Every dollar will be taxable as income. So you'll end up in way too high of a tax bracket, give way too much to the IRS. Uh, what you should definitely do right now is take opportunity. Uh, Dave's could give you the phone number, call my team, get with one of the all-star advisors, Robert's Wealth Management, and let's help you uh, find some other options. We agree. Uh, you don't need to lose any money. But we can show you other ways to do that without uh, paying the big tax bill on your 401k. So give us a call. and We'll help you roll over that money today. It's 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. From Woodlands, Texas, uh, is it better to buy treasuries than corporate bonds right now because of tax implications? From what I've seen, it looks like you get taxed all kinds of ways with corporate bonds, and the yields don't feel like they're worth it with treasury bonds. <clears throat> Um, currently I, I would, I would be hesitant to start buying either corporate bonds or treasuries. Um, we need to see a few more things unfold over the next few months. Look, rates are probably going to start going back down. And if they do, that'll be, you know, that'll be good for corporate bonds and treasuries and, and, and we'll see some value there and some gains, but everything is so uncertain right now we got to get through the we're we're just at the beginning of the banks failing we're just the beginning at a of a lot of things a lot of pieces of the the perfect storm all coming together and things could go multiple ways here forward um treasuries i i'm i don't feel everyone's feeling very positive in treasuries i feel like it is a uh is a little bit of a trap um i don't feel that confident in in the way our government is acting. And I feel like they've, you know, they want everybody to pile all their money in there at these high rates. And and who's to say that they won't just say, Oh, you know what? We're in, we're in a bad time. We're in recession. Um, we're going to have to shut down access or liquidity there. So I, I would just, I would be hesitant. I would wait right now. is not the time to make that decision within the next three or four months. You will have good indicators of which way to go and what would be the best option for you. I highly suggest you call us, you know, you get with one of our client liaisons, tell them, you know, I've got a lot of questions here and everything's, everything is uh, so up in the air out there and I'm confused and I'm not sure exactly which way to go. Uh, I'd like some advice and you can sit down one of our one-on-one with one of our all-star advisors. They'll give you a consultation. They'll look at what your, what your, uh, your goals and your concerns are. And then if that's the route we decide to move to corporate bonds and treasuries, they'll, they'll tell you if it was today, hey, well, let's just hold on a minute. Let's go wait. We need another at least 
60 to 90 days to see which way we should move in that manner. Uh, but take advantage of this opportunity. We've got to wrap up the show, so I want to make sure I give time to Dave to give the phone number out. Uh, come in, sit down with one of us. All of our listeners, thank you for being with us today. What is it like when you when you call, make that phone call? You're going to get a client liaison call you back who is an amazing person, a warm body, who uh, is dedicated to making your client experience as, as wonderful as it possibly can be. Then you're going to sit down with an amazing team all-star advisors, You'll sit one-on-one with one for a consultation, but you'll have a multitude of different advisors working with you and on your plan because at Roberts Wealth Management, the advisors are a team of advisors. They're not individuals. They all they all take care of the clients together. You get seven, eight heads for the price of one. You get amazing advisors, amazing planning, the confidence that you deserve because everyone out there right now is feeling the anxiety and fear that you're feeling. You don't have to feel it. We can help you uh, create a way to have the confidence that you deserve and enjoy your retirement the way that you you'd planned on doing so. So give us a call today. And uh, schedule 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. One more time, 800-891-8680. And sit down with the team, talk your retirement, the right strategies for you. 800-891-8680. And join us next week. Paul's back with more great information on Retire Right Radio. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance companies and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.